Welcome to another episode of The Film Coterie, a special Overlook 2019 edition. I'm Roger. I am Adam. And Adam, you are headed to the 2019 Overlook Film Festival this week. This is the third time I've covered the Overlook as press. That's awesome. Explain to our audience, what is the Overlook Film Festival? Where did it come from? Why is it called the Overlook Film Festival? All that good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, Overlook Film Festival kind of sprung out of the Stanley Film Festival. Have you ever heard about that in Colorado, Um, which used to take place at the Stanley Hotel, which is where they shot the interiors of The Shining? So Overlook still owes a huge debt to to The Shining. There's lots of theming to that. And in its first year, it was in Portland at the Timberline Lodge, which is where the exteriors for The Shining were shot. Last year, it moved to New Orleans to a haunted hotel called the Bourbon Orleans, and it's returning there yet again this year. So I'm flying to New Orleans on Thursday for the Overlook 2019 Fest. And so how much of the um, festival is there will be actual theming toward The Shining, or is it just kind of the launching point, and then it really doesn't tie back into it that much? We all love The Shining. There's lots of ties. I mean, but it doesn't affect their programming. Their programming is still looking for awesome horror voices from around the world from a very diverse group of filmmakers. Okay. They put together a great program. I mean, I'm always excited to see the films picked. So so let's jump right into that. <clears throat> you're going to be seeing probably, how many films will you take in over the five days, four days that you're there? Uh, somewhere between 10 and 14. Okay. It's a four-day festival. <clears throat> I've not yet scheduled for my immersive experiences, which we'll talk about at the end. Right. So right now I've, I've put together a schedule, but things change. Sure. So let's highlight uh, some of the films you're looking forward to seeing day one. Like, what not there usually a show, a, uh, a showcase film that they usually launch with? Yeah, so the Overlook being four days, they have an opening, a centerpiece, and a closing film. Okay. Those are the more prestigious slots, if you'd say. Right. So it's going to open with The Dead Don't Die. The new film from Jim Jarmusch, you've probably seen this trailer. It's Bill Murray, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton. It looks great. It looks like the funniest zombie comedy since Shaun of the Dead. Yep. I mean, you've seen this trailer, right? What did you oh, think Oh, yeah. The, the trailer's hilarious. I, I, I wanted to watch it as soon as I saw it. It even I don't know where this takes. It looks like a small Ohio town called Centerville. I'm just not sure. Centerville is in Ohio. I know. You've seen them wearing Centerville badges. Yeah, it's down towards Cincinnati between Dayton and, yeah, between Dayton and Columbus, yeah. And there's lots of good jokes in the trailer. Adam Driver just saying the word ghouls is funny. And in the dead in this movie, go for whatever they want, like coffee or the one that makes me <laughs> laugh in the trailer is Lady going, Chardonnay. Yeah, exactly. So they're very specific zombies. Yeah, they're just gravitating <laughs> towards what they want. I think uh, Iggy Pop is the one so saying So the Dead Don't Die will be, that, that looks like a lot of fun. What's the centerpiece movie? Oh, go ahead. Well, this will actually be the, Dead Don't Die was at Cannes. So this is the U.S. premiere. Nice. At Overlook. The centerpiece film is a new film with Elijah Wood called Come to Daddy. Oh, boy. That sounds creepy. <laughs> and it's Aunt Timpson's uh, directorial debut. Aunt Timpson, you may know, is a producer from some films including The Greasy Strangler, which right. Elijah Wood was also a producer on. Yep. I don't know much about this. I haven't seen the trailer. It got good buzz. I mean, it's. I believe Elijah Wood's going to a small town to meet up with his dad, and something is amiss. Okay. I don't know the external forces in the movie, but it's okay. just the names involved with Ann yeah. Simpson. And then they have a, fi- a final <clears throat> roundup film as well, too, right? Uh, the closing night film will be The Lodge. Uh-oh. And it's from the filmmakers that gave us Goodnight Mommy, 
which was great film. Really creepy with the two kids. I don't know if you've seen that one. I have. Nope, I have not. I don't think so. Lots of twists and turns. In that movie, the kids see the mom come home from surgery. She's all wrapped up. And they don't think that's her mom. So it's a great premise. And that was, that was Goodnight Mommy. The Lodge is also a family issue movie. With a stepmom getting snowed in with her two stepchildren. Okay, okay. So we have our three main films. So what outside of those three, what are you looking forward to? Like what kind of some highlights of day one, two, three, and four for us? Oh, there's so many movies. I mean, my schedule's made, but I keep messing with stuff. Um, Bliss picked up a lot of buzz. It's the new movie from Joe Bagos who gave us Almost Human in the Mind's Eye. Okay. Looks just like a retro, bloody, crazy vampire film. Oh, awesome. That's going to be a midnight film, and it definitely fits the time frame. Daniel Isn't Real has a lot of buzz about a college freshman with an imaginary friend. Depraved from Larry Fessenden. That's his take on Drac- or, uh, Frankenstein. Ooh, nice. And he's going to be there, and I think uh, Mick Garris is going to do a podcast with him. Okay. That's the fun of these festivals. You don't get to see a lot of trailers for these films. Some of them have trailers, but a lot of times you're just reading a little description... You're seeing the people who are involved. Right. And you jump in blind, which is fun. And it's been picked, so it's not going to be terrible. Exactly, yeah. So. Cool. We have Extraordinary. This is an Irish horror comedy with Will Forte, of all people. Okay. MacGruber. Okay. Last man on earth. Yeah, okay. He's a driving instructor with an unusual talent for communicating with the spirit world. And he kind of has that deadpan whatever. Oh, he's great. You I know love what I'm saying? Forte, yeah. yeah. So, so his, uh, so that should work good. I could see him having a very offbeat, sarcastic relationship. <laughs> I don't with know the if he's going to try an Irish accent. I don't know. We'll find out. Greener grass. Uh, they create a hilariously deadpan hellscape of competitive suburbia, with an absurdist chain of events that unfurls when one mom asks her best friend for her baby. Okay. That's got me written all over it. Yeah, that does, yes. So so you it sounds like you get a great mixture of all the different horror genres. You're going you know, it, it what this is the thing about horror film festivals. You're not seeing the same thing in a row. Right. That's You've done Nightmare Film to Festival. To. So what's kind of fun is you can walk out of a horror comedy into a thriller Yes. Into a slasher, into something more existential. Right. When that that was my experience at Nightmares Film Festival last year. You get a little bit of everything, and that's so much. That's so fun. It's a very broad genre. So yeah, you get to play at all yes. the borders, and, and overlooks the same way. It sounds yes. like they have a lot, a lot to look forward to. What are some of the other highlights for for the rest of the week? Uh, opening night, we're also going to see Ma. That's the new Bloomhouse oh, movie with yeah. uh, Olivia or Octavia Spencer that they've been advertising heavily. Yep. In Fabric, I missed this from Fantastic Fest. It's about a cursed UK department store with a dress that's some kind of curse on it passes from owner to owner. In the Fabric, of course. In the Fabric. Yes. Peter Strickland's a director. He's done some amazing <laughs> stuff. Okay. Uh, One Cut of the Dead. Now, I have seen this movie. I highly recommend it. I'm going to get you to watch it as soon as we can. Okay. Outside the Fest circuit. It's a zombie movie, but it gets very meta. Right. And it's not, I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. The first 40 minutes, 30 minutes, are intentionally terrible. And this is the big risk the movie makes. You have to make it through those moments. They've done it for a reason, and it's very funny after that. 
All right. What's it but called again? It's called One Cut of the Dead. It's a movie shot in a single take. One Cut of the Dead. Yes. Single take. Kind of. They've cheated, but it works. Right. But it, it makes you feel like it's just one continuous take. They're making a single cut zombie movie, and then real bad things happen. Oh, There's a lot of creative stuff here. Okay. Okay. But like I said, I'm worried the people, when it hits Prime or Netflix, aren't going to make it past the 20 or 30 minutes. They're going to see something terrible and move on. Right. But that's the joke of this movie, and it's really creative. I love okay. it. Okay. Excellent. Porto. Okay. This is equal parts hilarious and grotesque. Uh, a group of ultra-Christian movie theater employees have to face their worst fears when some haunted pornographic reels arrive at their theater. Oh, my goodness. This is right up your alley. Yes. <laughs> uh, Satanic Panic is a great cast from Chelsea Stardust. Uh, Rebecca Romaine, Jerry Oh, O'Connell. Satanic Panic? Is that like you play D&D and you get corrupted? <laughs> well, that's the name. I mean, when they originally were referring to all those issues. In the well, I mean, I grew up in the 80s, 80s yeah. playing D&D, and that's when the Satanic Panic was at its height. Yeah, so when the pizza delivery girl's final order of the night turns out to be for a blood-hungry group of Satanists thirsting for a sacrifice, all hell breaks loose. Oh, my goodness. The Vasta Night. Um, is a 1950s radio DJ and a switchboard operator stumbling upon a strange frequency. Okay. That may carry evidence of otherworldly life. Okay. And then Z. Uh, this is the last movie because it's in alphabetical order. Uh, we met Brandon Christensen at the first Overlook. He gave us Stillborn. Right. That was the scariest movie that fast. I'm excited to see what he's done with Z. Uh, this is a movie about an imaginary friend named Z. From an okay. eight-year-old boy who begins acting out when his friend tells him to. Oh, boy. So, with what Brandon did with Stillborn, I'm very excited to see what he does with Z. Okay. So, it sounds like you're going to have a a fun adventure. Take a few minutes at the end of the podcast here and talk to them about the immersive experience and what that is and what you might be doing. What are your options this year? I mean, there's even more film this year. So, Robert Rodriguez is a guest of honor, and he's showing the faculty at an actual high school. No way. Yep. That's really cool. And then they're also going to... And that's a great movie, by the way. There's also going to be a presentation of his new special screening of Red 11, um, which he made recently for a 7K budget. Another micro-budget movie. He's going to show that off. That's cool. There's lots of podcasts. There's a free community screening of Horror Noir, that great documentary. Yep. I don't know if anyone's going to be there with it. But um, they're going to world premiere the Swamp Thing show. Nice. That's coming to the DC, whatever yeah. that service is called. DC Universe? Yep. They're going to see the first two episodes of Swamp Thing in nice. the swamp, so that's appropriate. I like it. Sorry. There's tons of notes here. Oh, we talked about VR in our last episode. There's some really cool VR experiences coming. The first one I've actually heard about called Fire Escape, and this is a take on Rear Window. I've not done this yet, so my information may not be entirely correct. But I think this is a multi-user adventure where you're all looking at different windows and you can talk to each other. Yeah. And experience some kind of plot. That's super cool. And this is a great use for VR, this kind of interactive experience. Yeah. Okay, there's a giant escape room that's going to be available to us called St. Bone. Okay. That will explore the entire French Quarter, meet ghosts, solve puzzles. And I think this experience, you're in a group of probably 10... And it's like an hour to 90 minutes long with multiple locations. So it's like a supersized escape room. Oh, that's cool. 
the pumpkin pie show is coming back for one-on-ones. That's our friend Clay nice. McLeod Chapman. Yes, Clay. If you're going there, you need to sign up for this. You can have a one-on-one storytelling experience with Clay, and it's so worth doing. He's such a oh, good storyteller. He's such a great, yes, yeah, so good. And then for one of our first immersive presentations, yeah, Home of Enchantments from Ava Lee Scott from Sleep No More. I don't know about this. I think it's a seance. Could be really cool. I mean, I'm definitely signing up for that. And then the last one is the one I've been talking to people about called Room Service. I think I told you about Room Service. Yes, tell our audience. It's a turn-down service like no other. You'll let the creeps put you in bed with a twisted bedtime tale. Their story of a salesman and his scream-catching briefcase. You get to watch and listen as it comes to life right in your hotel room. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, you're going to have a bunch of creepy actors come to your room and tuck you in and tell you a bedtime story. That's the fun of Overlook is all this extra horror stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, that's it. I mean, make sure you're following us on uh, Twitter and Instagram for at Film Coterie. Yep, that's exactly where I was going with this. You do one of the best jobs, Adam, of covering giving us bullet snapshot reviews right after you see something, posting something. And uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the stories of your experience. We'll maybe take a segment on the next podcast. We'll do a recap. Yeah, to do a recap. And uh, um, it should be a lot of fun, man. It should be, a, should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Tickets are still available. So if you are in the area, you can get down there for a reasonable cost. Uh, Overlook is very worth doing. And if you get the all-access pass... Not only can you get to see all these films, you get into these immersive experiences for no extra cost. There's usually a party every night. They haven't announced the parties yet, but I believe Fangoria is hosting one of the parties. on Nice. Some night. Excellent. Usually the studios kick in, too, for these parties. They're pretty good. Yep. Well, and Overlook is an up-and-growing festival. Every year it seems to be getting bigger, more prestigious. Yep. And you've, you've kind of been in from the ground floor up, so which has been really nice and... Uh, uh, that's that's what's enabled our little podcast to get the press access it has, you know. So uh, looking forward to your reviews, looking forward to your suggestions. And um, I'm sure we'll continue as we do the podcast this year to step out of our comfort zone and I'll, we'll do some horror stuff or some different kinds of films and bring those to you as well as just if we are a general movie podcast. Um, we ought to do more maybe than just new releases every week. We ought to sprinkle in some other gems and jewels that we found. You know, that'd be a lot of fun. So, Yeah, Overlook is definitely a festival I've always recommended. Um, if you could only do one, it's hard to pick, but Overlook does give you a lot of extras that are better some, than some of these other festivals. It just might be a burden for you to get down to the south to go to it. We always have our Nightmares Film Festival here in Columbus. Which is great. Highly recommended. That's the best marketing material, meeting one. I mean, you get such an opportunity to market there and meet new people, and it just recharges your creative batteries. That Nightmare is also a personal favorite of mine. Yep, yep. And I think some of our friends from Nightmares is heading to Overlook this year. So Yeah. yeah that should be fun. You guys can network and work together, and should be a lot of fun, my friend. Yeah, so if you see me wandering around the French Quarter, say, hey. All right, that's good. Unless I'm possessed, then run. (laughs) Run. Yes, run. If his eyes are red, run. (laughs) All right, that's going to wrap it up for our 2019 Overlook preview. Uh, You've been listening to the Film Coterie podcast. You can find us at Facebook slash Film Coterie and filmcoterie.com. 
and Twitter at Film Coterie. And the same thing on Instagram at Film Coterie. At Film Coterie. All right, my friend, we'll see you next time on another episode of the Film Coterie Podcast.